Zion Williamson spoke to the media last week and said all the right things, including that he wants to sign a contract extension. Wonderful, right? Well, I'm going to tell you why, in the words of David Griffin, this one might be a challenge. Let's break it down in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Monday. Yeah, it's unfortunately the off season, but we're still going to be five days a week and free breaking down all the biggest stories around the team, including Zion speaking today. We'll have draft stuff coming up. We'll have season and review stuff. Free agency, no slowing down here over at Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. And... Yeah, there you go. Those are the biggest biggest things here for helping to keep the show free in five days a week for you. I need to take a sip of the water. I got something in my throat here. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. And today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. So we got a Zion-centric show today, and a good one, a really positive one. This is awesome news that we're going to have here. Zion spoke to the media at the end of season press conferences, exit interviews, if you want to call them that. First time we've heard from him in person since media day back in September, I think it was. It's a long time. So what did he say? Well, he said all the things you you want to hear. We're going to get into a lot of them in the third segment of today's show. There's two I really want to focus on right now. First and foremost, he wants to be here. He said all the right things when it came to this, right? He says... I can't control rumors and how people feel about certain things. I said this in my interview with Antonio Daniels. Anyone who knows me knows I want to be here. I'm going to repeat that one. Anyone who knows me knows I want to be here. If they feel otherwise, I can't help that. But if you know me, you know I want to be here. Okay, this is good. Now, why did it take him this long just to come out and say that? When he could have spoken at any point during the season, no clue. And Maybe we'll talk about it in the future or just kind of let it go, but it's not relevant to anything right now. He said all the right things about wanting to be here, and you could very clearly tell from his press conference that the effect of Willie Green in the locker room had a big part of it. He says, quote, being around the guys, being in Smoothie King, seeing the playoff environment and the locker room. We have a special locker room. My first two years, it was a good locker room. But this year, I guess maybe it was the playoffs. It was more together. Being real, it sucks watching from the sidelines. I just want to be out there just seeing the potential. We have a lot of great pieces. I'm excited to get out on the court with those guys. Oh, that is wonderful to hear from him. Again, all he had to do was say this. And to to an extent, I agree that he doesn't need to always respond to rumors and try and shut them down. By not responding to them, I do think that kind of kills some of the credence of those things. And if you do respond to him, it's like, wait a second, does he really need to say this? So he's kind of in a no-win situation. But with the stuff with his injury, with him ghosting his teammates and doing a lot of kind of not great stuff this past offseason, it was a bit of an open question. But let's take him at his word here. This is all great. Said he wants to be here. Wonderful. 
That is a fantastic thing because what he said next, eight big words from Zion in theory should be monumental. Those eight big words from, from Zion, quote, when asked about, sorry, when asked about the extension, quote, of course, I couldn't sign it fast enough. Okay. So he wants to sign an extension here. Wonderful. This is good. Now, he has some outs in that statement if he truly doesn't want to be in New Orleans, but he at least said this part. And again, there's no reason to doubt him. Part of it is, while he's a restricted free agent, this team still kind of controls his future. He could play out next year and then sign a qualifying offer and play out on that. But that's two more years in New Orleans, at the very least, right before becoming an unrestricted free agent. And his contract extension would be significant more money than that qualifying offer. The qualifying offer could be as big as $17.1 million. We're going to get into the contract in the next segment of today's show. And you'll see, well, what he could sign kind of dwarfs all of that. So, you know, it makes sense for him to want to sign the extension. It also would be going against all sorts of historical precedent. No one at his level with this much money on the table has ever not signed the rookie, designated rookie extension. And... That, I think, is kind of telling, right? Could he be the first guy with all of the money he's making? 30 plus million in endorsements, another $17 million there. That's 40-something, $50 million, right? Yeah, he could. But with his injury history, I do think that complicates it a little bit. And not playing this season complicates it a little bit. And we got a bit of an update on that from David Griffin, too, saying he's got it, he's a couple weeks away from another round of imaging. So that while Zion thinks he's ready to go and healthy, the team is like, no, we're not quite there yet. This is a good thing from both of those people. I want Zion wanting to play. I want the team being smart about his future. And Zion said he, his team, his camp, got together with the Pelicans and kind of figured out this was for the best, though that kind of contradicts some of the stuff his, his father said on Jordy Collada's show. But again, that's neither here nor there right now. He said all the right things in this. And we'll get into more of them again in the third segment. But he said, I want to be here. Everyone who knows me knows I want to be here. Perfect. And that he's willing to sign and wants to sign the extension and couldn't do it quick enough. Oh, hell yeah. You should throw your arms up and celebrate, right? Like, I actually mean that. But David Griffin then gave his media availability and did say that the contract extension would be a challenge. Let's explain why, because this isn't as simple as just give Zion the max and leave it at that. There's a lot more in play here that's really important to this franchise. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. So you can find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball season. So BetOnline.net is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, whether it's live betting to playoffs, esports and more. Uh, the Warriors looking like a real good pick to put some money on to win an NBA title right now. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for y'all. It doesn't matter that it's the offseason. 
We still got a lot to talk about. It's a fun time around this team. I'm excited. I hope you're still riding kind of the wave, the high from the playoff experience. So let's keep it going and rolling here at Locked On Pelicans. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment. And now make sure you go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and the author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, who's awesome, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin to give fans an in-depth look at the NBA draft mock drafts player rankings and of course big boards it's free and available wherever you get your podcast exclusively part of the locked on podcast network okay so let's talk about why this extension is actually a bit of a challenge in the words of david griffin and he's not wrong so first and foremost they're going to offer zion some sort of extension and that extension will have a number attached to it likely 181 million dollars that is the rookie max extension that he is eligible for right now. Five years, $181 million. There are provisions in this contract that mean if he makes an all-NBA team, wins you know, MVP, those type of things, it jumps into the criteria of something called the Rose Rule, named after Derrick Rose. That if he meets certain criteria, the contract just jumps up. This contract is kind of like a fluid thing. So if he signs it right now and then makes that, ex- that stuff later an all-NBA team, let's say, he automatically gets the extra money. So he can sign it now. It's the same, basically the same thing, the same amount of money, though technically under a different structure, we don't need to get into that stuff, that he would sign after this coming season. So the money is going to be exactly the same for the most part. So five years, $181 million. If he hits one of those Rose Rule criterias, it jumps up by $36 million. It would be five years, $217.5 million. That is a lot of money. The contract breakdown on the 181 would be 31.2 million the first season, 33.8 the second season, 36.3 million, 38.8, then in the final fifth year, 41.3. There can be a player or team option in some of those things, right? Keep that number, those numbers in mind, particularly the final three years, 36.3, 38.8, 41.3. We're going to come to those in a second, right? So here's where this gets complicated and becomes a challenge. The Pelicans would be very foolish to offer him that full five-year deal with no injury protections or anything in there. And that's because his contract is not insurable if he were to suffer an injury again to the same foot that he's dealing with right now. So usually the top five contracts on an NBA team are insured. So if that guy doesn't play because of an injury... The NBA team basically gets that money recouped, paid out by the insurance company, the insurance agency. It's protection, right? If you're paying a guy $50 million and he's not playing for you, that's brutal. Your team's probably bad, leading to a loss of revenue for the team anyway. Sometimes, especially in smart markets, the finances can be a little bit tight. You know, you don't want to have that. You want to have some some protection against something like that happening. But because of the injury before to this foot and missing the whole season, if he suffers that kind of injury... Well, the Pelicans would be on the hook for that. So if it's the fifth year of the deal and he suffers an injury to that, they owe him $41.3 million. Obviously, they have that in the budget, right? Because you got to pay it to him if he's healthy. But if he's not producing and the team's bad, that's rough, right? That's just a rough situation to be in. And who knows how that affects the team's finances. But you can put injury protections in a deal like that. You can build in guarantees for games and minutes. 
And this gives a team a little bit of a way out if, you know, something happens from the contract that they, they're, you know, obliged to. So Joel Embiid signed one like this. He signed a, a contract that had minutes and games that, you know, if he played X amount of minutes every, you know, in three years, it would basically trigger a clause in the contract that guaranteed the rest of it. So they could do that for Zion. There is injury protection in there that if he suffers an injury to his foot because he missed his first two years in the league with foot injuries, well, they don't really owe him as much money. So remember I said, I just broke down the five years on the 181. Here's what it could look like, and this comes from Bobby Marks of ESPN, if you have injury protections and guarantees and things like that in there, right? So the first year, same amount, $31.2 million. Second year, 25.3, not 33.8. And remember I said keep an eye on those final three years. Went 30, 36.3, 38.8, 41.3. The final three years with these injury protections in there, 17.6, 17.60 in the final year of the deal. Well, if he suffers the same injury to this foot, they don't need to worry about that. And Zion is still guaranteed $91 million. Is Zion going to want to sign this contract? No. He's going to want the full one without any sort of protections in there, right? He wants the most money possible, as he should. But I don't know if the team can really do that and is going to at least try and negotiate in, to some degree a contract with these protections in there. And that's why I think David Griffin said it's going to be a challenge. Though, one thing he said is kind of telling, right? Like, they're not letting him play to potentially suffer another foot injury. They said they got to scan him, get some scans before he's then kind of like unleashed and can do whatever he wants. Maybe they're they're waiting to do that to make sure that it's fully healed before they give him any sort of contract and say you know what you know we we don't expect an injury to happen again here you go but we'll see I think because of the the lack of insurance on this deal should he suffer another right foot injury that's a big problem and that's something that this team probably can't really it's not a risk that the Pelicans can probably take on and so there's probably going to be a little bit of negotiating and maybe we don't hear on, you know, July 1 when he can sign this extension or have it come out that he has yet. Doesn't mean you need to worry. It just might mean that they're going through this process. But ultimately, if he's going to sign an extension, it's like 95 percent, probably higher than that, that he signs one with these injury protections in there. And again, it still guarantees him ninety one million dollars over that contract. So. With him saying he wants to sign an extension, I'm sure he means it in the sense of like, no, I want to sign like a full-on one, not one with this. So I said it gives him some outs. There's still some there, but I think ultimately this is all kind of pointing signs to a deal getting done. And that's a wonderful thing. Like, be happy about that. We can kind of put that narrative to bed, hopefully very, very soon. So Zion said some other things that are very telling and very encouraging Let's look at what those are coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bars are the best tasting proteins bar out there. Really, seriously, the best part about them. They're healthy and they're delicious. Really, that simple. No more sacrificing delicious food for health. With Built Bar, you can have both and it's easy. All you have to do is go to built.com and order now. All Built Bars and their Built Puff Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And that means with Built Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. And you're going to want to try those Puff Bars. We're going crazy for the Puff Bars. They come in crazy flavors like banana cream pie and even churro. And I have a box of the churro and it's awesome. Who doesn't want a protein bar that tastes like a churro? 
and they're only 140 calories. I've already signed up for this. I don't even need to tell you, you need to sign up. So if that's not enough flavor for you, you might want to try the mix box. The mix box comes with 12 flavors of bars and puffs and built bar. Make sure there's something for everyone. I love the mint brownie. The raspberry's really good too. The mint chocolate is also great. Um, sorry, mint brownie is also great. The coconut brownie chunk. I have so many of these. I'm losing track of all the flavors. And most of them contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, ugh, and dozens of net carbs. These things taste better than that. Replace your candy bars with a Built Bar. Have one for lunch or in the morning. So go to Built.com to check out all of your favorites and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. All right. We're here. And, oh, sorry. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans. i got to do the reset. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. I appreciate everyone who came up to me at the Smoothie King Center. The watch part is being Locked On Pels first listen. Awesome. Thank you all for making me part of your day. We're here Monday through Friday, breaking everything down. And it's fun right now. We're having a good time. Fun playoff series. Zion saying all the right things. I absolutely love it. And he continued to say all of the right things. Um, and one of the things he said, which really kind of brought him back to New Orleans, was CJ McCollum calling him out. You got to wonder if that move that CJ McCollum pulled during All-Star Weekend was a little bit calculated to kind of wake Zion up. He said he was focused on his rehab, and then he soon after that, soon after, sent him a text message to kind of apologize for it. Uh, we all knew it wasn't really the, the right thing, and he needed to be more, a little bit more of this team. And that was something that had been a problem for Zion Williamson. He was away from them in Portland with the team not loving that in the first place, right? He, he skipped out on everything this past offseason. He can, he can say it was the injury, he was in a bad place mentally, all of that. And I, and I don't disagree with that to a, a, a degree, and I, I believe him, but he still could have been a better teammate despite all of that, right? And so CJ McCollum calling him out really seemed to kind of be a big reason why he returned to the team earlier than he was anticipating than the team was anticipating, right? I think that's a big thing because once he got back there, and I read you that quote about him in the first segment of the show, right? He was having fun. He was loving this. He was thrilled to be around his teammates. He was happy to be around his teammates. So for all that talk of like, oh, I was in a bad place mentally, I couldn't be around him. Maybe you need your teammates to lift you up, right? And to help with that. But you've got to be willing to go around them in the first place. And I think Zion has started to learn that lesson. And that's a really, really big thing. And he said being around the team brought him back from being in a bad place mentally. Remember that for the future when there are going to be inevitable setbacks in whatever capacity in your career. And so one of the things he'd said to Willie Green after the playoff series was, was a little bit eye-opening. Again, he did not go to Nashville with the team last year after Hurricane Ida when he was the only one missing. He was supposed to go watch an NBA Finals game with Fred Vinson and Brandon Ingram and straight up ghosted on him on them. He was in Vegas during Summer League but didn't come by any of the Pelicans practices or hang out with the team at all, despite being in the same city for summer league, right? Like that's bad stuff. So, but for him to kind of turn around and really start to embrace this team more and for them to just still embrace him right away, that is a wonderful thing to hear. He was talking about how he's building up Jose, all of that going into these games. I love it. 
you know, Antonio Daniels has spoken about this a lot. He's recently on Ryan Rosillo's podcast. You know, he is in, and Antonio said this in the spaces before, and I actually had a phone call with him a couple, uh, two weeks ago, a week ago, where we chatted about some of this stuff too. That, you know, he said, Zion has probably handled some of this stuff poorly. But a big part of it is why is, you know, the guy's young. He's immature, right? We think about how we were at 21, 22, whatever age Zion is. I'm pulling it up because I can't remember right now. I think he's 21. That kind of makes sense, right? You know, you don't handle things particularly great. You know, you don't necessarily know what you need. He's 21. He'll be he'll be 22 this summer before next season starts. You know, you you look at that and it's like, yeah, that makes that makes sense, right? So while Zion could have handled it better, it's it's understandable and it means there's room to grow. And maybe that's what Zion is kind of doing before before our eyes, right? That he's growing, that he realizes what he's got to do is kind of the leader of this team, one of the more talented players on this team. And so he said to Coach Willie Green, what he told us was, he said, quote, Coach, whatever you need from me, whether it's getting to uh, getting the team together, anything I can do, I'm there, Coach, is what Zion Williamson told Willie Green. I love it. Again, he said all of the right things in this press conference. Now, it's on him to go out and do those things, right? If we hear he's not around the team this offseason, yeah, it's, it's a problem. Like, that's not great, right? We all agree that's not great. And he said all of these guys are ready to get to work and start working out together. You know, he needs to be spending some time with these guys to kind of develop some of that chemistry, get on the same page as them too. So if he does, you know, does all of the stuff, no one's going to complain about a damn thing. No one will complain about a thing, but it is on him to go and do these things. And he's saying all the right things. And you know what? Listening to him talk from talking to people around the team and, you know, his orbit too. I believe it. Like, I, I truly do right now. Will he do it? Again, we'll see. But he's said what he wants to go out and do. He loves it here. He wants to sign an extension. And he wants to organize workouts or at least be present at the off-season workouts you do all that it's like two two thumbs up right no complaints he said all of the right things now it's on him to go out and do those things but as i said i think he actually is kind of in that boat and wants to do it and that's where his headspace is at that means sign me the hell up for all of that that means look out rest of the league going into next season this is the blueprint for how this Pelicans team levels up and becomes an absolute terror if you were to add Zion Williamson to it next year. So Zion, good job. Way, way to kind of say all of the right things. Again, could have done this at any point in time, but whatever. We don't need to focus on it. Let's focus on what he said and what he will be doing this offseason. And I'm looking forward to having podcasts about how good he's looked working out with his teammates wherever it might be and all of those fun things and fun stories that we get during the offseason. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast. Make sure Locked On Saints is your second listen every day because they just had the draft. Chris Olave and a tackle in the first round signed me up for all of that and now they might be making a run at Tyron Matthew. Sign me up for that one, too. Locked on Saints, your second listen right after Locked on Pelicans, your first listen every day. Again, we are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. More to come about the Pelicans offseason tomorrow in, like, the foreseeable future.